Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Stoy of the Denver Gazette, and my good friend, Nick Ferguson. Nick, uh, I just had the best barbecue of my life here in Kansas City. Uh, I don't know how your Sunday's going, but that's how mine's going. You know what? You know, you are very wrong uh, for that, George. Uh, for first and foremost, uh, Happy New Year to you. And you decided to start off uh, the new year by telling me about the Kansas City barbecue that you've had uh, the pleasure of dining on. Let's just hope that you are a good friend and a good co-host and that you're going to bring some of that back for your, yours truly. Well, I will not be. Um, you know, I'm not a good friend or a good uh, co-host, so I will not be bringing. I will not be. I will not be bringing any back with me because um, I ate it all. But. Uh, Nick, we also got to watch a really good football game today. Um, and it's been a really good football weekend when you talk about uh, the college football playoff as well on Saturday. But, Nick, Broncos and the Chiefs, yet another really good football game, uh, both games this year between these two teams. I know the records don't show it, uh, but uh, it has been super competitive. Um, it came down to the end, Nick. Uh, Broncos had a chance, man. Uh, they got the ball back there. I think it was three minutes, 53 seconds left. Needed to go uh, 74 yards uh, to either tie the game uh, or take the lead. They end up getting to their own 45. Uh, they don't convert on, I think it was a fourth and two. And obviously the Chiefs run out the clock. They end up falling 27-24 to the Chiefs. Nick, just what's your instant reaction? We have so much to get into with this game, whether it be uh, Jerry Rosberg in his first game as the interim head coach, Justin Alton calling plays. The officiating uh, was – wild um to say the least but nick just what what were your instant reactions uh to this game well first and foremost uh, i was happy at what i saw and, and my emotions throughout the game were up and down like uh, the stock exchange because there were a bunch of highs and lows in, in this game and for me let me start out with the highs the highs are based on how the team came out and fought you're on the road you really don't have anything to play for other than pride and I, and if you're at this stage of the season and you're playing for pride we all know what happened but I was always wondering what was going to happen with the Jerry Rosberg bump you know what was that impact going to be like you know that the team came out on Thursday with shoulder pads on something they haven't done all season long and I know he wanted to kind of instill the level of toughness in his team on both sides of the ball we'll get into that later on but I was pleasantly surprised at uh, the level of uh, competition and the drive that this team has. And it's been this way seemingly all year long, right, as far as this team and second-half comebacks and that desire and the will for them to try to find a way to win the ball game at the end of the game. So that would make, what, nine games this season where the Broncos lost by, you know, one score or less than uh, six points. 
So I was happy with what I saw. But far as your standpoint, when you think about uh, the team, everything that transpired last week and how they went out on the road and how they played, what do you think about what you saw? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I wrote my uh, game story about, Nick, is that, you know, this is a group that you talk about a challenging and, and probably emotional week, right? Their head coach gets fired on Monday. Um, you know, they get an interim coach in there that, you know, they, they know but don't know super well. Um, you know, Greg Pinner and George Payton talk about the future of the organization on Tuesday. Uh, you've got all the Russell Wilson criticism. You know, I, I think that was Wednesday or Thursday. You've got, you know, players sticking up for them. Um, you know, they're all talking to the media Wednesday through Friday. You know, and, and all during during all of this, Nick, they're getting ready to play arguably the best team in the NFL uh, this week, right? Uh, and they've got a huge challenge on, on their hands. And so for them to come out, I think they were almost 14-point underdogs going into this game, Nick. For them to come out uh, and really, you know, after that first opening drive from the Chiefs where they just went right down the field and scored, they played really well. And, and you could even argue that they were the better football team until uh, toward the end of that game. Uh, and, and, you know, you could talk about, and we'll get into the officiating, but I mean, they're up in the fourth quarter, right? Um, you know, they're up there in the third quarter, you know, uh, looks like they're about to drive the ball down the field uh, and Corlin Sun gets called for the offensive pass interference. Momentum totally switches. Chiefs score 14 unanswered. All of a sudden they're down 10. And, and again, they didn't lay down. So I was super impressed by the effort today, Nick. Uh, again, I know that nobody wants to hear that. Uh, effort should be expected. Not, um, you know, uh, what, what's the word? It should be expected, not, uh, you know, a- applauded, right? Uh, you know, like, like we should expect them to have good effort every single week. But I think after what we saw last week in Los Angeles, Nick, for them to come out this way against the Chiefs and really have a, an, an amazing opportunity to win that football game, it's disappointing they couldn't. I was super impressed. You even talk about Nick, I know you talked about Jerry Rosberg and him taking over. How about the special teams today? Uh, you get a, a fumble on a punt that, that Alex Singleton forces, which, by the way, Alex Singleton, team MVP, in my opinion, this year. He's been fantastic. Uh, and how about uh, the rookie, Uazurike, uh blocking a field goal right before half? I mean, the, the special teams were great today. I thought Carlos Waitman was really good in the punting game as well. So I, I thought all three phases, Nick, uh, yeah, they lost at the end of the day and, and – that's you don't want to lose, and that's a failure when you lose, uh, right? But I thought they took a lot of steps in the right direction, and, and I thought we saw really all three sides of the ball play good football at times. Yeah, we did, and we'll get into the special teams unit later on in the week when we uh, really break down that that group. But yeah, it was about this team going out, showing some fight, showing as though they had the ability to compete. And usually, when we see a team that has nothing to play for, and the Broncos are now four and twelve. Usually you see, you know, when you're evaluating games, oh, that guy's given up. That team is given up. That is something that uh, I watched and I heard when I was watching some of the games today with teams who that are in similar situations with the whereas the Broncos are. Maybe not a similar record, but, you know, they're not really playing for anything. And that's what the commentators were saying. They can see some of the players were checked out. I didn't really see that from the Broncos players. And you would have thought that based on what happened in that last week in that 51-point drubbing to the Rams, that that's, that was what you were going to see. Yeah, they were going through a lot of transition, a lot of emotions. Your coach get fired. 
and we expected Jerry Rosberg and what he was doing to kind of get this team fired up. But there was still the human element associated with it. Would every guy buy into what he was coaching and would they go out and execute on the road when you're playing against a Kansas City team as loud in Arrowhead Stadium and we know the type of points that they can put up. But the team continued to fight, uh, fight back. And that's the thing that's probably the most inspiring thing, and I get it. There's no such thing as uh, more victories. We went through the same spill uh, when they played the, the Chiefs uh, about two or three weeks ago uh, here at Empower Field. There are no more victories. But I still think that you can look at any given game and you look at the plus and minuses and say, well, for this team, being as though where they are 4-12, and 12, there's a lot of uh, hope. You know, I'm a very optimistic person. There's a lot of hope that they left out there for Broncos country, and hopefully they see it as such. Yeah, I mean, again, they continue to do this each week for the most part, other than, again, last week, where they're hanging around in these games, uh, in games that a lot of us don't think they should be in. Um, and and I, I think that that's a, that's a hat tip to uh, the coaching staff, uh, that again, there's a lot of these guys that may not even be back next year, but for them to still be dialed in uh, and coaching, even though they know that they may not have jobs, I think that that says a lot about them. And then I think it also says a lot about, you know, the veteran guys on this football team and keeping this group together. I mean, a, a Justin Simmons comes up again with a big play today in the end zone, right? Uh, his sixth his sixth interception this season, career high for him. I mean, guys missed five games this year. He could easily mail it in and say, you know what, this season hasn't gone my way, but he hasn't. So, uh, again, I, I think that that says a lot. I also think, again, I think Jerry Rosberg deserves a good handful of credit today. Uh, Justin Allen as well, calling the plays for the offense. First ever time calling plays uh, in an NFL game. Nick, the, the only other time in his coaching career that he's called plays uh, was at the high school level. Uh, so for him to come in and do as well as he did today, I, I thought they did some really nice things on offense. Uh, in terms of getting Russ out of the pocket, some play action, running the ball, uh, taking some shots down the field when when they were there. I really liked it. And here's, here's Cortland Sutton, Nick, uh, talking after the game in the locker room uh, about Jerry Rosberg and Justin Allen and what they brought uh, to the team today. Yeah, they, you know, they, they stuck to, you know, what they had told us they wanted to accomplish um, all throughout the week. All throughout the week, we talked about one thing. We came into the game, we did that one thing, and, and, and it showed, you know, there was cohesiveness. There was, you know, guys, guys understood, you know, what we were trying to, what the objective was, understanding the tempo and the theme of, of the game. And, um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, I think we really stuck to that. And, and you know, we, we, we came up short, you know, but, you know, I do admire the, the fight that the guys, the guys had, offensive, defense, and special teams. Nick, what impressed you today? I wanted to ask you a little bit about what, what Cortland just said, but what impressed you today about sort of the offense and Justin Alton calling the plays? Did anything stand out, uh, you know, kind of what they were doing offensively? Well, here's a big thing that stood out to me. It's funny that you bring up uh, Justin Alton. I know before the game, James Palmer was talking about, hey, the Broncos are going to have their third play caller of the season. And then I was thinking, like, wait a minute. Justin Alton technically had the title as being the O.C., so I thought the OC was calling plays. So now he is calling plays for the first time. And when the play calling seemingly was taken away from him in favor of Clint Kubiak, so it was taken away from Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know. This whole thing is confusing to me because I thought the offensive coordinator was going to be the individual calling the plays, but it just takes me back really quickly when we assess the situation under Nathaniel Hackett. You are the head coach. You designate 
uh, Justin Allen to be your OC, so he should be calling the plays. That is a it, it's tough by itself being a coach on this level at period. But to know that you're trying to game manage and call the plays simultaneously, once again, this talks to uh, the problems that the Broncos have, and it's and it's crazy that Alton is calling plays. I thought he was doing that at the early stage of the season, but what here's what I will say. Based on what we saw, I saw a little more creativity, something that I thought that we were going to see from the very beginning. We saw Chase Edmonds involved in the offense, and I've been waiting for this. I'm like, you don't trade for a guy or get a guy to trade uh, with the Bradley Chubb trade, and you don't utilize him in the offense. Finally, we saw a 21 pony, that's two running backs on the field at the same time, used effectively. And, oh, by the way, the most impressive play of the day was design quarterback run to Russell Wilson off the left-hand side. When have we seen that play? We know Russell is mobile. He can move around, but we've never seen any QB design plays to get him on the move. So whether it was Clint Kubiak adding his two cents into the equation or it was all just an out, I don't know who it was, but all I, all I have to say was it was more creative than we've seen in weeks past, but it begs the question, George, why now? Is it because the level of desperation has escalated so far where coaches find their jobs on the line that we get this type of play? It's a great question, Nick. Um, I'm not sure we're, we're ever going to know the answer because I think a, a good handful of these guys we're not going to see again after next next week's game. Um, but I thought Justin Alton came in and did a really good job. I, you know, I think that they obviously – had a really good game plan coming in, right? You mentioned the two backs, uh, the two back sets. I really liked some of the stuff they ran out of that. Uh, I thought they got the tight ends involved. Albert O was their leading wide receiver, Nick. We haven't seen Albert O eight of the last nine weeks. He's not been active. Uh, all of a sudden he comes in. He had a couple drops to start the game, bounces back, catches a touchdown pass. Then you mentioned it, Russell Wilson. They finally ran him. Uh, look what happens. He has two rushing touchdowns and opens the game up. I thought one of the best play calls of the day, Nick, they uh, they ran one where it was play action and they slipped uh, Chase Edmonds out of the backfield and uh, he beats the linebacker down the middle of the field and Russell throws a nice touch pass over the top for a big gain. That was one of the better designed plays that they've run all year. Uh, so I was super impressed by Justin Alton. Uh, and again, I think Clint Kubiak deserves some credit. And even Jerry Rosberg, I mean, he talked about after the game, the decision why he went to Justin Alton was, hey, I believe the quarterback coach should be on the field talking to the quarterback, and I believe the play caller should be up in the box. And so I made the switch to Justin Allen. And, Nick, I think it's also – you mentioned they've had so many different play callers. I do think that it's been kind of a collaborative effort, especially the last half of the season uh, since they switched to Kubiak. I think there was a, a kind of a three-headed monster there with Hackett, Alton, and Kubiak kind of all calling plays. Uh, but I thought they called a really good game. And I thought it was cool to see him in the press box. I don't know if you saw this on TV, Nick, but they kept cutting to him on the in the press box yeah. uh, up there getting excited. So hats off to them. I thought it was one of their better offensive performances. Uh, but, Nick, we got to take a quick break, uh, and then we will con continue to dive into the offense. And really specifically, we'll get into some Russell Wilson talk. And also, people that are listening, I know that you're probably frustrated about the officiating. Don't worry. We have an entire segment <laughs> lined up for the officiating. Uh, and Nick and I have some thoughts. So – we will get to that, but Nick, let's take a break and then we'll dive into some Russell Wilson stuff. 